Hello, and welcome to Stress Better, a podcast where you'll learn how to stay healthy and keep going even when life is stressful. I'm Dr. Kate Lysinga-Dean, functional medicine consultant and your host, and I'm so glad you're joining us. Real quick, before we dive in, I want to just take a second to acknowledge how painful infertility is, emotionally, mentally, and even physically. If you or someone you love is traveling the long and frustrating road of fertility treatment, I want you to know that I see you and that my goal is not to overwhelm or exasperate you, but to give you more information and additional options to pursue beyond what your reproductive endocrinologist might be able to offer. Because the tough reality is that infertility is on the rise, and I honestly don't see that changing anytime soon, given how toxic and inflammatory our diets, environments, and chronic stress levels are. Also, most cases of infertility are considered unexplained and have very limited and very expensive treatment options from a conventional standpoint. But when we dig into the root of infertility, we uncover hundreds of potential causes that, when added up and addressed, can and do result in viable and healthy pregnancies. You have more options than you might think. Speaking of, we've got 10 strategies to cover, so let's get to it. Number one, assess sperm health. You'd be surprised to know how often this step gets missed or fumbled, especially if the female partner has a history of hormonal or menstrual symptoms. Despite the fact that in the last 50 years, human sperm counts have dropped by 62.3%, it's unfortunately still the norm to assume that the burden of infertility lies with the female, when it's often not the case. And even when sperm quality or quantity is tested, the criteria for scoring may overestimate the viability of sperm. I recommend the Kruger criteria for sperm morphology when determining how much of an impact sperm health is having on fertility. Thankfully, there are many nutritional and lifestyle options for increasing sperm quality and quantity, but the first step is knowing it's a factor. Number two. Look for estrogen dominance. When estrogen levels are higher than progesterone levels, even if both are within the normal range, fertility can be negatively impacted. This can be caused by a number of different problems with estrogen detoxification, blood sugar imbalance, overall inflammation, too much testosterone, and even imbalance in the gut microbiome. Signs that you might have estrogen dominance include heavy bleeding with your cycles, cramping, fibroids, tender breasts, and weight gain. The best way I've found to assess all of these potential causes of estrogen dominance is by utilizing the Dutch Complete Test. I'll link to more info about this awesome at-home test kit in the show notes for you. Number three, assess the cortisol steel and low progesterone. Yes, there are air quotes around cortisol steel because it's not the perfect way to describe how chronic stress can cause low levels of progesterone production. But here's how I think about it. Your body is always going to prioritize survival over reproduction. 
And cortisol is the chronic stress hormone that goes along with being in fight or flight or survival mode. So when cortisol stays high, it shifts your body's priority away from making progesterone, in a sense, stealing your reproductive mojo. Because the Dutch test measures both sex hormones, including progesterone metabolites, and cortisol, we can tell if or how much stress is actually impacting fertility. Number four, reduce oxidative stress. Speaking of stress, a big physical stressor on the body that directly impacts fertility is oxidative stress. When your body doesn't have enough antioxidants to neutralize free radicals. These free radicals are especially damaging to eggs and sperm, effectively causing the cells to rust. Because the body is constantly making free radicals as a byproduct of many essential chemical reactions, we need a steady supply of antioxidants to counteract them. But if you don't consume enough antioxidant-rich plant-based foods, like green leafy veggies, dark berries, artichokes, cabbage, and beets, just to name a few, it could result in DNA damage to the energy production centers in the egg or sperm. And genetic problems are one of the top reasons for spontaneous miscarriage. Number five, supplement with melatonin. You might not think of it this way, but melatonin is a crucial antioxidant for egg quality and health. There's a ton of research showing that optimizing melatonin levels improves egg quality, resulting in higher rates of pregnancy. Your brain does produce melatonin, but many aspects of modern life, including shift work, overexposure to computer, TV, and phone screens, and altered circadian rhythms can cause suboptimal levels in many people. Current studies show that supplementation with just three grams of melatonin 30 minutes before bed can improve fertility. And since melatonin doesn't have a negative feedback loop, you won't interfere with your own melatonin production if you choose to supplement. P.S. The Dutch complete test measures melatonin too. Number six, calm your overactive immune system. Do you have sensitive skin, hives, seasonal allergies, or food sensitivities? These symptoms are a clue that your immune system is hyper-responsive or overactive. How does that affect fertility? Well, a fertilized egg contains a mix of male and female DNA that your body sees as foreign or not-self. If the immune system is healthy and balanced, it recognizes that fertilized egg as safe and it allows it to implant into the endometrium of the uterus. If it's overreactive, it could lead to the rejection or failed implantation of the fertilized egg, which means no pregnancy. Calming this immune hyperreactivity via plant-based histamine stabilizers like stinging nettle or healing and sealing gut hyperpermeability, also known as leaky gut, can result in higher likelihood of healthy egg implantation. Number seven, screen for toxins. Even low-level chronic toxic exposures can negatively impact egg and sperm health, hormone balance, 
and inflammatory levels. Things like heavy metals, polychlorinated biphenyl, or PCBs, or bisphenol A, or BPA, found in plastics, can be endocrine disruptors, messing up the balance of your hormones. And these chemicals build up in the tissue, causing more and more disruption over time. On top of that, many people have genetic inefficiencies that makes it harder for their body to remove these toxins. About 80% of Europeans and North Americans have a genetic defect that significantly slows down detoxification, specifically reducing a crucial biological process called methylation. And guess what? The Dutch complete test reveals how efficiently or not you're methylating estrogens, which is a big deal for fertility. Again, there's more info on the Dutch test in the show notes. Number eight, support cell energy with CoQ10. When I was in school, I was taught that the highest concentration of mitochondria, known as the powerhouse of the cell, in the body was found in the heart muscle. This makes sense given how much energy our hearts need to keep pumping away every hour of every day. But it turns out that an even higher concentration of mitochondria is found in the testes and ovaries because developing healthy sperm and eggs takes a ton of cellular energy. Not to mention that early development of the embryo is a hugely energy-intensive process, which is one of the reasons that women feel extra fatigued during their first trimester. The trouble is that lots of things, including many common medications, can deplete the capacity of the mitochondria, creating an energy deficit, which is a problem for fertility. One way to recharge the mitochondria is through CoQ10, an important compound in the energy production process. If you're struggling with infertility and fatigue, neurologic problems, chronic pain, or you take a medication every day, it's time to test your CoQ10. If it's not in optimal range, supplementation can help support those energy-intensive processes that are so crucial for fertility. Number nine, balance the gut microbiome. Did you know that the uterus has a microbiome too? Well, it does. And the health and balance of your gut microbiome is very much linked to the microbiomes of your reproductive tract. Recent research found that high levels of certain strains of bacteria can negatively impact transfer rates in in vitro fertilization, or IVF. Not to mention that an unhealthy gut microbiome can cause chronic inflammation, add to the oxidative stress we already talked about, and even contribute to estrogen dominance by producing a compound called beta-glucuronidase. More on that in my video about how the gut microbiome can make you fat. We don't often think about symptoms like bloating, bowel irregularity, cramping, or gassiness as being connected to infertility. But the more we learn about the bacteria and yeast that call our GI tract home, the more evidence we find for this key connection. And it's definitely not something being addressed by your fertility specialist, and maybe not even by your primary care provider. But it can make a huge difference. Number 10, take preventative steps with preconception care. As with much of conventional medicine, 
In many cases of infertility, folks often find themselves being reactive when things don't go right instead of proactive. But as I'm sure you've gathered from the first nine strategies, there are many, many steps you can take before beginning your fertility journey to ensure that you have the best possible foundation for a healthy pregnancy. And guess what? That means doing more than taking a drugstore prenatal multivitamin. Remember that little genetic inefficiency that impacts methylation, the one that affects 80% of Europeans and North Americans and up to 40% of the general population? Well, that methylation defect means that you don't utilize folic acid very well. And most folks know that folate is crucial for fetal development, which is why women of reproductive age are recommended to supplement with it before and during pregnancy. But if you have a methylation issue, which most of us do, you need a pre-methylated version of folate called 5-methyltetrahydrofolate, <laughs> as well as pre-methylated B12. A proactive, functional, preconception care plan assesses and addresses your health as a whole, optimizing all of the symptoms I talked about and making sure that you don't have any nutritional depletions that could contribute to infertility. What if you're already in the midst of a fertility struggle? Well, I've got good news for you. You can implement most of these strategies now, even if you're undergoing conventional fertility treatment. It all adds up and it all helps. And it opens up options and possibilities, which is the whole point. An important thing to remember is that each person's circumstances as they relate to infertility are unique. So there may be more than just one root cause involved. My job as a functional medicine healthcare partner is to assess as many of them as possible for each individual situation and guide that person towards treatment strategies that actually address them instead of just managing symptoms. So if you're one of the nearly 20% of people worldwide who are experiencing infertility, consider adding a functional medicine partner to your healthcare team. I'll put more information about my one-on-one -on -one services in the show notes, along with other resources that you can use right away to improve your reproductive health and wellness. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Don't forget to check the show notes for more science-based, actionable, functional medicine well-being resources. And stay tuned for more Stress Better strategies right here, coming soon. Bye!